0: FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. So you had sex all night long and now you didn't sleep. Yeah. Nice girl.
1: Good girl. <laughs> 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 Did that again. I, look, I know.
0: Look at that smile.
1: I love you for understanding.
0: That's why you look all satisfied. I was like, your energy looks so good today.
1: Yeah, it's because I had multiple orgasms
0: nice nice what kind of sex what did you do did you have butt sex no um I love butt oh, sex. do you mm-hmm.
1: no i'm like i've tried butt sex like multiple times and the last guy I dated actually a couple weeks ago he mm-hmm. like threw his finger in my butt the first time we had sex and i was like uh, uh. <laughs> yeah like at first i didn't mind it because he was just like playing with my butthole a little bit and like yeah it's of like there okay. but like innocently there right and then boom and i was like, ah! <laughs> i like grabbed his hand and i was like maybe not this
0: maybe not this first time yeah like how many times just, did you have sex with a guy before you the poor he sticks his finger in your butt
1: not the first time like more than one
0: so two yes I need to let your future lovers know. So I need to have a I need to have a log here. Sex twice well, and then you can touch her in her butthole.
1: I didn't like the way it felt once he like actually went in. I didn't mind like the play on the outside
0: because it kind of feels like if you're not used to it, it feels like you have to poop.
1: Oh, I love that feeling, but no, it <laughs> just felt like <laughs> Okay. So last night though, like my big takeaway this second time we had sex we were right where i'm standing or right where i'm sitting Mm -hmm. but i was standing and i was facing the bed Mm -hmm. um so he was behind me and he took my hands and put them like down on the bed which was so hot and then this motherfucker got on his knees and licked my vagina from the back Mm -hmm. and it was sexy as fuck you've never had that before how he i mean or have you had it? so I don't know. Like people, I've had so much sex and like for so many years that if something like that has happened in the past, maybe, but it has not happened recently. (laughs) (laughs) And the way he just did it though. And like, he like stood me and then he like spread my legs and like, he just got up in there. The only thing that was weird (laughs) was after the fact he kissed, like he kissed me before, like we had, you could
0: smell yourself.
1: Sex. His nose was in my ass and I was like, like, careful where you're going. I'm not trying to get pink eye for myself.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You're so OCD.
1: <laughs> I really am. Well, the other thing that since you brought up OCD. Is I didn't bring had, up OCD.
0: Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, We pulled out like a bottle of lube. And I never use lube because I get pretty wet most of the time. Right. Um, But I had some because uh, a friend bought me a toy and I came with a toy anyway. So I pulled the lube out, but I'm like, I'm not a lube person. So like we, you know, put a little on and then I was like, Like, what what do I do with with my hand? Like, where do I wipe it? It's going to get all over my sheets. And then I had to like carefully like close the lid and like place it on the rug so it wouldn't tip over. It kind of like took away from the experience a little bit.
0: You bring a towel to bed for lube. Big sister here. Oh. Oh. And then the towel doubles as a cleanup towel after sex.
1: So I keep clean up towels right below right at the head of the bed below the bed. Why did I not think of? That?
0: I'm just saying, that's what you use them for. Okay, you wipe your hands on the towel on the loop.
1: Brilliant. I know I'm not just pretty. I'm Sean Lee and I'm Lindsay. <laughs>
0: And today we are the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And in case you haven't noticed, it's a totally different voice. You guys know I am Polly. You're welcome. And so I like to keep it fresh and I like to keep it interesting. And Monica decided not to renew her contract with Two Wild Orchids. So she is pursuing some other things. If she comes out with a show, I'm happy to let you know. But now we have a new orchid. I had to pluck her from all of the orchids that wanted to be orchids. And I got the bloom i did so i want you to meet lindsay who is our new tattoo is our new orchid and clearly a dirty 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 girl <laughs> Welcome show, lindsay. thank you i'm so excited to be here i'm so happy you're here all right so we were kind of having a talk about you getting your your ass licked which is a great way to start this conversation <laughs> yeah so lindsay you're as dirty as i am or dirty um, i'm
1: I mean, I'm probably right there with you. I can't say dirtier at this point.
0: Okay. I want to point out that there's a significant age difference between us and you're already that dirty. It's downhill from here. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. That's it. That's it. So we are recording remotely for this very first one because she lives on one side of Florida and I live on the other. But from now on, we're going to meet and record together so we can play. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Mm. (laughs) All right. So Lindsay, tell the audience a little bit about you.
1: Oh, well, I'm just a Midwest girl from Cleveland, Ohio, who lives in Florida. Um, I have another podcast called Stop Signs Are Optional, where we encourage people to embrace their weirdness through adult humor and entertainment and sharing our stories. I love talking about sex and about things that people are afraid to talk about.
0: And that is why I plucked you from all of the people who wanted to be the next Orchid. So I'm happy you're here. And Lindsay and I know each other because we met at PodFest back in March. And interestingly enough, everybody already thought we were podcast partners as we met as we knew each other for 20 full minutes. So um, everyone who knows us says this is going to be magic, and I can't wait to see what kind of magic we make.
1: All the magic, baby.
0: All the magic, baby. All right, so let's let's kind of just dive in because I, the, so our audience is so wonderful and a lot of them belong to the Two Wilds Orchids Facebook group where I'm going to post some pictures of you because quite frankly, partnering with you is going to keep me in shape, okay? <laughs> like I can never be the fat friend standing next to you because you're so hot. Okay? Whatever. No, I was like, I, I did. I told my partners, I was like, she's going to make sure I stay on my diet because I'm not taking a picture next to her and being the fat friend, period. All right, so I find tell- you to be so sexy. oh uh, really?
1: Yes, girl. If like your besides like your face and your inner beauty and all of that, but like I can't get past like your chest, and then you got that little booty. Yes,
0: thank you, baby. I often said that if uh, Pamela Anderson and jlo Lo had a baby, I'm the result. Yes, right? that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. All right, so have you had? threesomes before? Let's just start. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you <laughs> We're like that better- right into it? We're getting right into it. Right. Okay. So I have questions. Do you, do you like male, male, female threesomes better or female, female, male threesomes better?
1: I have never successfully had a male, male, female. Oh. I've had, yes, female, female, male. Mm-hmm. And now I've had, I've had multiple men in the room, like with more people Okay, but so that was my next
0: question. Have you had, because we've had three sums, have you had four sums? Yes. Have you had more sums? More than four?
1: Right. No. Well, no. There have been multiple people in the room, but I've only engaged with three other people.
0: Ah, so we've got to make you a but we, we call that being a better whore around here. Okay. <laughs> because when I, so, and, and the audience knows this, if this is your first time joining me, it's new to you, but I was a swinger for for probably 15, 16 years. And so we used to talk about who had the most sex that night, who would wear the sash, was best swinger ever. And I was the, I was always the worst swinger ever. One time, one time I got the sash.
1: Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: shock and awe, shock and awe. I was high. Let's be clear. I was high. I do know the condoms were used. That's all I got.
1: <laughs> I mean, lubrication is needed in whatever way is necessary.
0: And that's why you wonder why I knew how to use your lube. Okay. Because <laughs> that goes in the Boy Scout bag when you go anywhere. You take your lubricant, you take your condoms, you take some Trimix if you're a dude, and you pack it all up and you go. That is like the best little party pouch I've ever heard of. Yeah, you got it. cause try mix for the boys. Cause if you're, cause if they party too much and their dicks don't get hard, they have to try something. But we have this new company coming in, which has delay spray. So if you come too fast, so Promescent is gonna be one of our sponsors, which we'll be talking about in the next couple episodes. But I'm trying out their arousal gel today.
1: I am so excited to try out their products. When we did that unboxing yesterday, I was like, I felt like a little kid on Christmas tell me about
0: it. <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Promescent is going to be coming on as one of our sponsors and their flagship product is a delay gel for men to keep you from coming too fast. But the arousal gel is to get the woman there faster. They're trying to like bridge the orgasm gap. And I personally am going to have sex tonight with a new partner and that partner, I, anytime I have sex with a stranger or somebody I'm not really familiar with, like it's hard for me to get there. So I figure this is a f- perfect time to try this arousal gel and see if I have that orgasm because I'm I'm having it, by God.
1: I mean you're setting the intention; it's gonna happen. Plus, you have this amazing product to help get you there. I can't wait to hear about it.
0: I can't wait to talk, I can't wait to tell you about it. Okay, but so I've had all right. So you've had threesomes and foursomes and more sums. For me personally, like I like girl, girl, guy threesomes the best. I've had guy, guy, mm. girl. There's a lot of penis.
1: Yeah, tell me about that.
0: That's a—it's a lot of penis. I mean, it's like because guys are eager, and they're they're engaged, and they're getting a chance to have a threesome, and they want to stick their dicks in everything all the time. Okay. (laughs) Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So here, there's there's a there's a cock in my hoo ha, and then they want to stick it in my mouth, and I can't focus on it's it like there's just too much penis.
1: I'm like suddenly very turned on by the thought of this, but also. I think because I've watched a lot of porn where this has happened. And so you're saying it's not so great.
0: I'm not saying it's not great. I mean, it was great. And there was a moment where the one guy who, he was a short-term partner and I held my long-term partner, right? And and then I got on my knees in front of my, so my long-term partner was sitting in a chair and I got on my knees in front of the short-term partner, right? And I went down on him and my long-term partner thought it was super hot getting to watch it from that angle right? He thought that was really great. but there was there was this moment of like, there's just too much dick. Now, if there's two girls and a guy, that's fucking hot to me, yeah, yeah,
1: there's really something can't. really
0: like yeah. <laughs> he's panting. you're sweating,
1: like <laughs> <tell me more. laughs> they women are so beautiful, though, like they have such soft skin, and you can be
0: more sensual at times. yes. and, and what I like is with a threesome. Cause I'm, I'm a big voyeur. Are you a voyeur? Yeah. I love to watch. Oh my God. I love to watch. It's like, to me, sometimes it's hotter than having the sex to watch the sex. Yes. Yes. Okay. So anyway, I like to jump out and let them play. And I get the pleasure of watching or videotaping or whatever, but I like to to, to see what they're doing. Jump in when I want to jump out when I want to. And I don't think you can do that with two guys and a girl cause they want, they the guys don't really want to play with each other if they're both straight you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then if two girls play together, that's hot.
1: So I was having a threesome this one time with another gal and uh, my partner at the time. And it was hot. It was amazing. Like she was going down on me and he was behind her. And I thought that he was having sex with her. Mm -hmm. And I found out after the fact that he was just fingering her, but I was like, no, 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 don't ruin this for me. Because in my mind, it was the hottest thing ever.
0: It is the hottest thing ever. Yes.
1: Oh my God. So hot. And at one point though, I was just like, I want to like you two have some fun and mm-hmm. it killed me because they, they were like, no, we need you here with it. But I feel you. Cause I was just like, I don't know if some people think it might, it might get jealous or it might turn into something um, that they're uncomfortable with, but I'm here for it. Like seeing someone that I am into getting pleasured by someone else, that brings me so much joy and wetness like so, i get like so turned on
0: buckets buckets of wetness that's what i need the to towel for right exactly that's what you need the to towel for because i'm telling you i agree it's there's something about um and what you the position you've described i've been in that position before so i happen to know how hot that position is right as I've a receiver the girl- I've I've been in all positions, okay. So I've been the one. I've been the girl getting the oral. I've been the girl giving the oral, getting fucked at the same time. Now the only thing about that is that when he's like pounding you and he's hitting your ass, your mouth is kind of banging on her. Hoo ha! So you got to be, you know, that's the only thing. Got to kind of stabilize. But fucking a, noted, right? But when, but for me, like, um, I was talking to one of my partners recently, and I was saying that I was going to have a threesome. With um one of my partners and his partner, and he's like, "Can I join?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Why not? I'll play with you. She can play with him." I'm like, "Because, again, going back to too much penis, right? Because invariably in a foursome, like whenever we did that, there's a dick knocking at the back of my back. Hey, pay attention to me. Hey, <laughs> can you hear me? Is this thing on? Come here. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and I give never me attention yeah, pay me attention. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm busy. I'm watching. Don't touch me. Like, leave me alone. Just, just let me watch and enjoy this. So how did your threesome happen? I mean, how did you guys have that conversation? Because I think a lot of our listeners would love, just looking at the research I did earlier, it's like, this is the number one fantasy, threesomes, foursomes, moresomes, group sex. Um, How did you get to the point where you were having, because you were not a swinger. How did you get to the point where you had a threesome?
1: No, um, I've had quite a few though. I think, like you said, people always They love the fantasy of it. And then they're not sure about the execution of it. So mine came about through conversations, typically with my partners at the time, my male partners, and we would talk about how hot it would be. And then when an opportunity would arise, say typically a friend um, that we'd hung out with multiple times and that in conversation, you know, it would come up gradually. And then typically I would take the lead on initiating because-
0: You whore. Dirty whore. Go ahead, keep talking,
1: <laughs> and just kind of let it evolve organically. Now, I've been i have been a part of a couple threesomes or a couple swaps, where we sat down, we had a lot of conversation before, and those ones felt a little bit too forced for me. A
0: little um, contrived.
1: Yeah, because most of the time it would happen right after the conversation, rather than having the conversation, maybe then revisiting it. So it was like. We had the conversation that was like ready break. Here we go. Oh well, this wasn't the best like foreplay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're saying I can't kiss you on the lips, but I can suck your cock. Got it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Establish the rules. That the
1: that's exactly those conversations are important as well to establish what's on the table, what's what are deal breakers. Um, because you want everyone to feel comfortable and like they're not going to be disrespected in that situation for me there's really nothing off the table um, that's my girl
0: right there <laughs> <laughs> that's how let's i do I, it. I, right let's just i mean it took me a long time like i've talked to the audience before it took me a long time to get in a space where everything was okay and everything was on the table because i would get in my head about stupid stuff like which it sounds like mm-hmm. the couple that they or the the partner and the girl that you that you guys played with in the first story it's like they didn't want to play together because they were afraid you might flip out.
1: Totally what happened.
0: And you're like, no, really, I just fucking do it.
1: Yes, because for me, I'm big on authenticity, right? So if I say something, I mean it. Like I, if I'm not comfortable with the situation, I would have said, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. And we wouldn't have been in that room together.
0: But since you so there. I'm-
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, guys, put it in. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs>
0: Stop wasting time. Just fucking fucker already. So, okay, (laughs) I did some research. I love, you know, I love me some research. And I actually, I did some research on this whole idea of group sex. And what I'm loving is it said, it says here by age 50, 40% of Americans have experimented with oral anal sex, which means that that's licking of the ass, sphincter massage, fingering, toy insertions, and penis, anus intercourse. I was like 40%, I think it's more like 60%. I think people didn't want really? to. Really? Yeah. And then I read this whole thing that it talked about um, that women were that, oh, I love this part. Okay. If women had told their partners about their fantasy about group sex, right? It was well received by their male partners. Okay. But if mm-hmm. straight men told their female partners that they wanted to have a threesome or group sex, it was not well received. Ladies, right?
1: <laughs> listen to your men. They're not yeah, trying to cheat on you, they're trying to include you.
0: I, that's so true. And I think that I think that brings up a really strong point. It is more acceptable, and this just offends me on so many levels. It's like you said, a to go about transparency. It's more acceptable for me to cheat on my partner, tell you to cover for me, and go have sex with a stranger than it is for me to sit down with my partner and go, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking.
1: I feel like that's the most beautiful approach.
0: That's where, that's where I'm at. So I was, did you see the red table talk about with Jada Smith, Jada and Will Smith about her affair?
1: Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing, though.
0: Okay, me. I did, though. And it was interesting because they, they did this really cool thing. They were like, um, ride for life, die for life. And they kind of fist bumped at the end and they went, bad marriage for life. And I just thought it was great because they talked about the fact that she was that she had this, she called it an entanglement, which later he clarified was a relationship. But they've had an open marriage for as long, I think it, that's always been on the table for them.
1: And look how healthy their relationship is
0: it's well you know it seems to be pretty healthy they talked about the fact four years ago they were going to split up but they decided to stay together and i think that i think that's true of many people you know the partner that i'm going to see this evening um he he, he's got divorced because he was like i just felt like there was more to life i just i wanted to have a lot Mm -hmm. of experiences he's i love my wife i love our family he's like but i had to pick between having this very conservative conventional life or exploring the rest of my world. And I said, wouldn't, and I did, I told him, I said, go back to your wife and tell her you want to be poly or swinger because wouldn't it be nice to get to have both? Yes. Right. So, how would you, how would you bring it up? If you had a new partner, you have a new partner, how would you bring it up? Dude, I want to like have sex with lots of people. Okay.
1: Well, I do have someone I'm kind of talking to. And the one uh, who actually knows in your ass. Yeah. That's him. Right. Okay. Um. Just checking. <laughs> Yes. The sniffer. Um, he That's what we're going to call it from here on out. The sniffer. Go ahead. We've only been talking for a couple of weeks, but I've actually already brought up the concept with him. And it's not for the purpose of, hey, I just met you. Let's introduce other people right now. It's just that I want him to know that in the future, I've been in long-term relationships. And at some point, someone always brings up, typically me, <laughs> you were always bring... <laughs> introducing other people into the bedroom or having an interest outside of our our relationship sexually. And so I just want him to know that I'm open to that communication because for me, communication is everything. And I think so many couples walk away or give up on each other because they have this guilt associated with having these sexual feelings for other humans, which I think are completely natural and you shouldn't feel guilty about
0: it. I, I so agree with you because if I always, you know, if we were meant to be monogamous, we'd be swans. Like you never hear about the lady swan cheating on Mr. Swan to go see like the duck. You don't hear about that shit, right? So it's like... Because nobody wants that duck. Nobody wants that duck, right? So the, it, to me, it's like, it's such a natural place of being and there's, there, there's so much stuff on the internet right now and there's so much stuff in TV where people are opening up their relationships and getting comfortable with it. Have you always been open?
1: I've always wanted to have an open relationship. It's always been top of mind for me in, a, in in any committed relationship, but I've never been with someone that has had that same desire or was in touch with themselves in that way. So we would do things like have threesomes, um, couple swap, things like that. Um, and I feel like it it always added a level of fun and excitement, but mm-hmm. then the next day there was some kind of weirdness about it. And I feel like it was, they were feeling guilty or they didn't like Seeing me with someone else, um, so the lack of security in the relationship for me uh, meant that we had other issues. It wasn't just that.
0: Hmm. I, I think I think that's true. Um. I know that for me, like I said, there was a time when we we would be having fun in the moment, and it was a real struggle for me. Like, how could I be so aroused in the moment and then get home and get in my head? And that's what it was. I would get in my head, and I would lose my shit. And it was it was a an internal battle for sure. But once I once it, and it was a It was a matter of acceptance right and you've done a really great job at this point to be able to sit with yourself and go okay if i say it i mean it if i don't i don't but that level of acceptance that it's okay to want this and it's okay to find pleasure in someone else's pleasure and it's 100 percent okay to cease to see somebody you love or to know that somebody you love is having that experience um how can that be wrong like that was one of the challenges when monica and i would work together and we would talk about this you know she was very much you know very monogamous which is 100 percent okay if you find someone who's also monogamous rock your rock your world i i admire monogamous people totally i don't know how the fuck y'all do it okay kudos huh I, I to me yes kudos monos right we're gonna make a t-shirt that says that kudos monos because i don't know how they do it i i feel like it would be so restrictive
1: I think that's the important part though is when when something starts to feel restrictive or like you're being held back that's a conversation that needs to be had because like right now with the, the sniffer this is not a label that feels so good going, we need to come up with something else
0: this is the best <laughs> label ever sniffer go ahead What's what
1: happened, happened with the sniffer <laughs> um like right now I'm not interested in anyone else I'm so into getting to know him and having fun with him that if and when eventually that comes up Let's communicate about it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think that, but you've already opened the door that this could possibly come up.
1: Because I know myself. So like when you come visit me,
0: you've never licked a vagina. You were supposed to lick a vagina in 2019. You haven't done it.
1: How is it the middle of 2020 and I have not licked a vagina?
0: Because we haven't seen each other since March. <laughs>
1: Just, I have had so many opportunities (laughs) to go down on women. I'm so selfish when I'm with women. Sorry, ladies, but also thank you.
0: We'll work on that. I got you. She's going to be here in a couple weeks, boys. I'll bring it back to the hive. I'm so excited. I got this. I'll get her high. It'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing like
1: being high trying to figure out how to navigate a vagina.
0: Right. I got to tell you, I I was so scared to go down on my first girl. I was terrified because I thought, what the hell do you do down there? It's like you have your own and you know how to use it. But what do you do? What do you do down there? And so I have mad respect for men who, who dive in and who learn. And if you haven't read the book, She Comes First by Ian Kerner, I will link it in the show notes. I learned so much about my vagina in that book. I can't even tell you. I learned more. I didn't even know I had the spots I have. Writing this down for myself that's exactly right she comes first ian kerner it's a great it's a great i learned a ton about myself in that book so i think that's going to be fun and we'll teach you to lick vagina we'll teach you to lick pussy it's okay
1: see and this is exactly why it hasn't happened because i've been waiting for my vagina whisperer to come into my life and teach me the ways (laughs) here we go
0: my name is Lee and i am the vagina whisperer (laughs) That's the best. Well, I am looking forward to our journey together as this new little orchid um, blooms and blossoms and learns to lick pussy. And guys, if you would like to write in and give her any advice, by all means, go into the Facebook group and leave her a couple comments and tell her what she should or shouldn't do. You've been with me long enough. You kind of have a lay of the land. So, you know, everybody needs to to, to pitch in here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. Give me all that feedback. And I'm so excited about being a part of this show because there are so many experiences and interests I have that I have not allowed myself the opportunity to
0: experience yet. So here we go. So you're down. Yeah, well, and you know, and I have to check because you're coming to visit and I don't know if Trapeze is open or not at the swingers club here. What a clever name for a swingers club. Yeah, it's the it is so Trapeze is the mecca of all swingers clubs. The food is fantastic. It's an on-premise club, which means they have sex at the club. Um, you can go wearing panties and heels and dance around. And what's great about it is for couples who live in South Florida, and I think there's also one in Atlanta, is even if you are a monogamous couple, but you want to fantasize in your head about having a threesome or having a foursome. like You don't have to do that shit to actually have a good have good sex about it, right? You could talk about it. You could fantasize about it. You could go to a swingers club, see a pretty girl on the dance floor, and you're and never talk to her. And that becomes your fantasy girl that you guys talk about in bed.
1: There's a, a, a gal that does a, she's a psychiatrist. I can't remember her name, but she does a TED Talk and it's called Monogamish. If you Google Monogamish oh, TED I, Talk.
0: I have seen that TED Talk, yes.
1: Yeah, and she talks about that, how just playing back and forth with each other and, and living out that fantasy through conversation. Oh, so I've done that before too. That is so,
0: scuzzy. so hot so sexy we had a girl that we played with once more than once a couple times but she loved to role play and i had never role played before and she was like let's role play and i'm like i don't know what you like i don't know what you're talking about she says i'll be right back <laughs> she was a one band band man she she leaves the room she comes back i don't I, she must have had costumes in her car but she comes back and she bangs on our bedroom door <laughs> So I'm like, okay, crazy lady. And I opened the bedroom door and she's standing there with a pizza box. Okay. Cause we'd ordered pizza and she's like pizza delivery, ma'am. And she's wearing like next to nothing. And she walks in it's like somebody walked in from a porno. Okay. I'm bringing you pizza. Oh, is that a big stick you have? I mean, it was just, it was epic. She was a one man band and she would, every time she came over, she would have costume changes and there would be something different. And she would bring her own music and God love her. She, she told me one day, she said, Sean Lee, you have to find your inner sexy. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what that means. And she was having sex with one of my partners. And she looks at me and she says, Sean Lee, tell me to come. And I'm like, come, Gina. She's like, no, no, not like you'd call a dog. She says, <laughs> that's what I did. She said, we have to find your inner sexy. I'm like, come, Gina. <laughs> Sit, Gina. <laughs> like, Gina. It was a very, it was a, exactly, it was, a, suck cock, Gina. it was a very valuable lesson I learned about finding your inner sexy. And I think that sexiness is when you can really explore multiples. One of um, my friends said to me that he realized that his wife would do things with other people that he wouldn't do, that she wouldn't do with him. And at first he got kind of ginchy about it. You know, how can we do this with him and you don't do this with me? But then he got a girlfriend. And this girlfriend likes to be called really dirty names, like dirty whore and slut and, you know, come whore and all this kind of stuff. And so the wife caught him texting the new girl this stuff. And she's like, how can we do that with her? And he said, well, how can we do this with him? And they both kind of came to this really adult conclusion that certain things bring out other things in you. And I thought that was a very wise kind of conversation to have. It's,
1: it makes so much sense because we have so many different personalities in different settings in life, right? You have your work personalities, your friend personalities. So why wouldn't that be true in the bedroom? I mean, I think that's a strong point. I think about all of the partner, well, the ones I can remember most of the partners I've had and that was like 200 guys. ago. That was, <laughs> that's one of Sean <laughs> Lee's favorite lines from one of my podcasts.
0: <laughs> so, it is. She was like, she was like, that was like 150 guys ago. I can't remember that.
1: It's true. Uh, Yeah. So but I've had different types of sex and different types of experiences with different people because it brings it out in me. It depends on comfort level, intimacy level, fun level, what their energy is bringing and
0: how it matches to mine. That's, oh, you know, I'd never really considered that before, but um, I need to really think about that because I've, like I said, I've had several first-time part, first-time partners like people I've only had sex with one time or, tw- or two times and I've never considered who that brought out in me what what part of me that brought forward because I've been, I've always had a really safe sexual environment I've been very very fortunate and um, you know my long-term partner's always been like you know if you want to wear a tiara and a baby diaper where do we get the tiara you know I mean it just anything I ever wanted was okay
1: right he's like you already have the baby diaper in the house is that what you're saying
0: well, I'm not saying that, but maybe. <laughs> when he, actually, when he said that, I said, you mean, I already have the tiara, because that's what I really said. <laughs> it's the other way around,
1: right?
0: It was the other way around. But, but you know, it's the, it's that freedom to explore. And and maybe it's it, for couples, you know, because a large part of our audience is in committed long-term relationships. And so I think that you can create the distance, and distance is what you need, right? You need space within your relationship to feel sexy, to feel... Um, interested if you spend too much time with somebody and you're with them all the time and you have the same type of sex every single time, you get bored. And so I think if you can if you can even fantasize about sex in a different way or you know me, I'm I'm all about let's open up our relationship and see what's out there. But I think I think it scares people.
1: So with the female carrot top that you were talking about that had all the costumes and the props and all of that. Female carrot top she would have loved that name. (laughs) Does she bring real pizza? These are the questions mm. that I would like answers to.
0: Okay. We had ordered pizza. We had ordered pizza earlier in the evening. So she brought and We'd all kind of migrated. In. We'd all kind of migrated to the bedroom where we were playing. And then she's like, Do you guys want to role play. And I had no clue what she I was like role play. Like I, she pulled out a wig. It was an, and it shows up at my bedroom door knocking. Like it's the front door pizza delivery. <laughs> Come here, so, sexy pizza girl.
1: The reason I'm asking is during threesomes or group sex, whatever are you a fan of introducing food into like some people really get into you know like the common thing would be strawberries and chocolate and having it licked off of different parts of you but what i'm asking is if like, did she feed it to you? Is there Are there certain types of foods you like to have around during sex at times?
0: That's a great question, but I'm, uh, I'm a little OCD in this space. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, look, the only thing I've ever done with food that I can, is the grapefruit blowjob, which is in my blowjob episode with Monica. If you'd like to listen to it, I'll, I'll recap it really quick here, and I'll link it in the show notes. But the grapefruit blowjob was developed by this woman named Auntie Angel. And you put a grapefruit on their cock that's warmed up and you stroke their cock while you're sucking them and it feels for them like they're having sex and intercourse at the same time. Quick question. (laughs) Okay.
1: What happens though if a little bit of that citric acid gets in like the tip of their Their
0: urethra? You put a little Band-Aid over it before you start and then you take the Band-Aid off.
1: You think of (laughs) everything.
0: Yeah. Not just pretty. But anyway, so that's the only food I've really played with because I I don't want to change the sheets all the damn time.
1: Oh, I hear right. That. I mean, what yes. about you? Do you play with food? Well, I have because I love food so much and I love
0: sex. So oh, I mean, much. are we talking a cucumber in your pussy or what are we talking about?
1: Oh, I was telling someone recently that I had someone put a popsicle in my vagina. Um, mm-hmm. and that really didn't feel good because it was so cold, like on such a sensitive area. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of that, but he loved it because then he was like licking it after, and you know,
0: he really mm-hmm. loved it.
1: Um, Well, I have this fantasy that I have tried to um, make true for many years. And the fantasy is,
0: oh, wait, I know this. This is so good. (laughs) (laughs) I know this one. (laughs) I'll be quiet now. (laughs) The fantasy
1: is that I want to watch Top Gun and be eating salmon sashimi or Escalar, whatever's available. (laughs) <laughs> while someone is fucking me from behind. Like, is that so I much for, to I ask? I forgot
0: about that until you just said that.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're a, a sushi fan or any, like if you're a, a steak connoisseur and you put that first piece of meat in your mouth, like, oh, I close my eyes. I have a moment with it. And then I just think to myself, <laughs> what if I could be getting fucked while eating, <laughs> eating sushi? I, yes, I can't be the okay. So, what's the Top Gun
0: movie? Is there a certain scene in Top Gun that should be playing, or just like,
1: uh, I mean, preferably not the part where like Goose dies. Like that might be a moment for us to pause and like, you know, have a (laughs) have a roll, do something.
0: But other than that, I just any any scene,
1: any scene. You know, it's that movie when I was when I was a kid that I thought thought was so like hot and erotic, and before Tom Cruise became a little cray cray. So,
0: right. Yeah. For me, it was the big easy with Dennis Quaid. Ooh. Oh, that was so sexy. When he put his hands up under her skirt and he's like, do you like this? And she's like, ah, he's like, or this. And she's like, oh. And I was like, I don't know what he's doing underneath that dress, but I, I want that. I want that. Yes. Yeah, so if I was going to eat sushi, that would be the movie I'd eat it to. Big Easy with Dennis Quaid. All right, Ms. Lindsay. Well, I feel like this was a pretty good, they know a little bit more about you. They know about your food fetish. Um, If you'd like to join Lindsay's lineup of uh, men who will fuck her from behind while watching Tom Cruise while she eats sushi, by all means, drop us a line at (laughs) twowildorchids.com.
1: All right, Ms. Lindsay. This show's going to make all my dreams come true.
0: I promise you there will be men lining up to do to, you don't even have, you could have as many sushi adventures with Tom Cruise as you want. We can do, just do scenes, clips, 15 oh. minutes long. Think about how long, right? And we could edit out The Goose Dying and you're in. Merry Christmas, Lindsay. Merry Christmas, Lindsay. <laughs> All right, Miss Lindsay, as we get out of here today, the way we always end this is one of us says, stay sexy, and one of us has a little pearl of wisdom. So as we get out of here today, I'm going to toss you the ball and say, stay sexy. And have sex with your friends. Oh, nice one.